Hello and welcome to the Three Will Podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan, and I have Tommy Ryan here with me as well. Hello, Tommy. Howdy, Danny. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good. I'm we're doing a, good. We're on a Thursday afternoon. We're usually getting together in the morning. Yes. And uh, you're like, yes, that is a true statement. <laughs> I love the obvious statements, yes. All right, well, you know. <laughs> Just anything, anything to get you to agree with me, Tommy. All right. You can't disagree with that statement that I just made. That is a correct statement. All right. You got fancy colored socks on today? Yeah, sort of. Let me see them. Thanks. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's still conservative. Yeah. Okay. I have to go shopping, I guess. (laughs) I'm running out. You're running out of socks. That's okay. So today, let us cover, um, I actually want to write a blog post about this, but you know me, my my preference would be just, why don't we just talk about it? Yeah. Uh, Which is, why begin with a workshop? And um, I know we're we're on the website, I, uh, over the last couple of years, this has been working out fairly well with us. I think it originally sort of started with um, the SharePoint deployment planning services, and then as we sort of built out package services for different service offerings that we have. But, uh, you know, what we're doing is is really trying to take um, the typical project and break it off into two pieces. One starting with a workshop, a fixed price, well-defined workshop. And then the second piece is something, you know, that the implementation itself and something that is sort of scoped and defined during the workshop. And, uh, you know, just to guess to get us kicked off with this, how's this, this sounds a lot like, I guess, uh, with agile, you have uh, sprint zero. Um, are we, I guess, is that workshop itself? Do you sort of see that as sort of getting through sprint zero? I think it has a lot of the same activities. I think structuring as a workshop, um, what we're trying to do in, in many of our workshops is take a, a subject matter or a type of solution and really have a structured conversation that um, walks them through the things they need to think about. Um, so things like the Jive migration workshop, you know, that's taking a known thing, going from Jive to SharePoint and what are all the things you need to consider and have a conversation around before you know what you're going to do going forward with that plan. Mm-hmm. So the workshops are trying to condense something that maybe would take, you know, two to four weeks and try to do that in a matter of days because we've honed in on what are the critical things you need to talk about. So, yeah, is it equivalent to Sprint Zero? I think it is in in a sense that you're trying to establish a baseline of your backlog. Yeah. A lot of our projects, we go in with a backlog, but we you know did that backlog at a level of estimation and we need to confirm some things drive out a little bit more detail before we start rocking and rolling into implementation sprints yeah i think you know and 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 we have we've done it where we've tried to build out the product backlog and the whole estimate and um and do that as part of the sales process. And what's what seems like happening, what happens is we don't we we're not able to get into enough detail for that, or not talk to the right people, or for whatever reason, it it just seems like um, you know we're eight, we're trying to put together a high level estimate, but then we 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 don't want to be too high or too low, and and maybe having this additional time 
during the workshop allows for us to come up with a, with a better estimate than if we just sort of did it through a couple sales conversations. Right. And, and, you know, the, the money for a workshop is in the, in the grand scheme of things, a, a, a small portion of what people are going to spend to go after that endeavor. Um, but when you're spending money, usually you can get more attention. I mm-hmm. mean, even though it might not be a, a big dollar figure, it's enough that people feel like I've got to pay attention. I've got to get involved because, you know, there was money spent and we want to have some answers coming out of that, that engagement. Yeah. I love that. You, you know how many times through the years this has happened where you've had plenty of co- sales conversations. And when you get down to it, you get to the budget question. You're like, oh, we really don't have a budget for doing this. And you're going like, how, how well, how exactly are we going to do this? Then I guess with, with just doing the workshop, you're like, you know, if you can't put together, you know, typical workshops are, you know, they're in the, the tens of thousands of dollars, you know, or, or you know, the, the, like the, the, the jive one that we have is, is right around that. And it's just, I think for us is a little bit of a sanity check of, of, are you just want to talk about trying to go do something or do you actually need to go get this thing done? Right. Yeah. I think that is a, a, a good litmus test to say, um, do we want to spend time? Do, do we, do we have approval to do this? You know, mm-hmm. or is this just an idea that doesn't have any backing from leadership or people that have funds to, you know, execute against the idea. So that kind of vets that out to, you know, from a standpoint of a consulting company, it allows you to go through the process of let's get contractual things in place. And, yeah, and that's a nice catalyst to get that done. Um, because when you go into the full-blown project, you need to have that in place. And so if we get that done during the workshop, then when they're ready to go forward, we're not waiting for the contract process. Um, we can move very quickly after that workshop. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. There's a part of this, I think, as well as, um, you know, when you we put together the product backlog and put to the, together the estimate, um, we have uh, what we call project factors. And with those project factors, I think we're... Um, you know, they're different for each project. And I think a part of what we're doing during the workshop is trying to figure out how fast are we going to be able to move. Right. And um, we don't know this until we start doing some things together. Uh, and, you know, case in point, you know, we've, we've, had, um, we've had some of these workshops where maybe we need to get something, a piece of... Uh, a tool run on a server inside their environment. And, and if we're um, asking them to do that and they've got to get something done and, you know, it's taking a month and a half to get a, a something, you know, set up for that. It's, it's going to impact when we go do this for real. And so part of this is just knowing how fast are, are we going to be able to move together? Right. And, and it is, uh, it gives us the ability to understand what is the pace, what is the typical processes that are in place to get decisions made, to get things um, accomplished. Because at the end of the day, it is a team effort between you and the client that together we have to accomplish this. I mean, we can't do it in total isolation. So, you know, working together through a workshop and having to get certain things accomplished during that. Uh, allows us to do a better estimate. It allows us to understand 
how fast or how slow we need to move to accomplish certain things. And that way we can budget things appropriately and, and not over or underestimate things because on either side of that spectrum, it can be difficult to adjust if you didn't calibrate to that early on. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's, it's a, you know, getting a sense of, you know, what is that environment like? So when we assign a team, we've got the right type of individuals that know how to work in that type of environment. You know, believe it or not, there's environments that people want you to go a little bit slower. You know, we always think yeah. that we want to go faster and faster, but sometimes, you know, it creates strain and you have to have people that have maybe a little bit more patience um, for certain types of situations. And then you need some people that are a little bit more aggressive in other situations. So um, that's the tricky part, I think, of success on projects is knowing your customer and these workshops are great ways for us to get to know our customer before we make a bigger commitment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Anything else that um, that you've picked up? I guess some of the either pros or cons of, of you know, sort of taking this, you know, workshop approach and then the full project afterwards. Um, I think it's it's really all positive things. Really, I, I think at the end of the day. Um, it's a pretty good sign to say if, if we can't go into that workshop mode, um, then maybe we can't provide the value that they need because I think these workshops are very high value um, and very low risk. And if we can't start there, then maybe we shouldn't be, you know, starting at, at, at a bigger project that has a, a lot more costs and risks associated with it. So um, it, it's not... Every engagement we have starts with a workshop, but the ones that we have repeatable tools and processes around it that we really need to calibrate to that to be able to take that and, and make a big impact, um, the workshops are the, the best way to go. Yep, yep, I agree, I agree. Um, you also get a sense of when you're doing the workshops, are, are folks going to show up? <laughs> I think yeah. it, I think it's a it's a little bit of a yeah you know how high of a priority is this are we able to get the right people together um, I think that that's a that's very telling for us as well it is and I think what you can do is get a sense of you know of pace and so for an organization that you see it's really hard to get a hold of people then you know okay. Well, we got to schedule all the sprint reviews at the beginning and lock into everybody's calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, when we start saying we've got to interact and have an interdependency with the customer, um, let's you know be realistic about what that takes. You know, it's not going to take a day. It's not going to take a week. It's going to take a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it allows you to plan appropriately and make sure you're planting the seeds early enough to be able to accomplish that and manage it, you know, for the customer. Cause you know, at the end of the day we're coming in and we want to be part of the, the solution. And if we come in through a perspective of, Oh, it's going to go fast and it's going to be easy. And we plan and budget and, and approach it that way. Um, we're going to frustrate ourselves and we're going to frustrate our customer. So, um, having a chance to interact and get something accomplished um, with a customer before you make a big commitment. Um, it's a way to, it doesn't guarantee success, but it, it definitely puts you in the direction of more success than if you go in cold turkey. 
What I think is interesting is is, is this workshop is typically um, typically done for new customers, and it's it's I think it's it's there to reduce risk and to give us an opportunity to work together. They're able to 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 work with a couple of the three wheel folks and and sort of try us out. Um, um, and so it's a, it's a way for new projects. And as you were just mentioning, you know, not every project starts out with a workshop. For a lot of existing customers, you know, we're, we're doing, we're, we're charging backlogs. We're doing a lot of the things that are done for a workshop, but it may not be packaged. It may be packaged up more as a time and materials. And we're just getting together and, and spending, doing a traditional sprint zero and doing what we need for getting ready for the project. Right. And that makes sense. And I think, you know, that's a typical path for a new customer. Will we ever not do that for an existing customer? I don't think so, but I think it is so important to um, have that opportunity to work with the customer before we make a big commitment. And because the workshops are fixed price, low cost, um, it puts us in the position that we can sell based on how we deliver. And we know for us, that's a great way to, to um, you know, ha- have a client understand the value we can provide. And when you're talking about, say, hundreds of thousands of dollars that you're going to spend with someone that you haven't worked with before, um, it, that, that's a harder conversation to have and it's, it's harder to convince people. Um, but if you show them, you know, how we can help um, that allows us to build the trust that we need to enter into a bigger, you know, relationship, a bigger commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just thinking, you know, sort of the other way that we've started doing work, which we typically, we t- you and I typically um, are not stay away from RFPs and RFIs and RF, what do you want to call it? Um, and do that because it's, you know, it, there's, um, it's it's just somewhat set up to make everybody who's bidding be the same and there's no real way to differentiate sometimes but we've also seen you know we were a part of a, a recent um, RFP that was run pretty I think it was somewhat had some interesting aspects to it maybe we can talk about sort of that next week but sort of talk about you know how to run a successful sort of SharePoint RFP and some of the, the things that we've seen different people do through the years where it's been better than the typical one that's out sure, there. Sure, sure. I think that might be a good subject to, to throw out there because, uh, you know, the, especially the recent one that I'm thinking of might, might be good to bring up some points that came out of that. So Sounds good. Anything else before we wrap up here um, about the workshops or anything you want to mention? No, I, I think we, we covered it. Great. I, I appreciate having time to talk about this, Danny. Absolutely. Thank you for doing this, Tommy. I appreciate you doing this. Again, we'll, um, as you hear this, definitely come out to our website if you want to look at the different practice areas that we have. Uh, you know, we've got uh, really the, the first area where we really put together some, some very strong workshops are around migration. If you're looking to migrate from Jive to SharePoint, we've got a great workshop for that. If you're just trying to move from SharePoint to a later version of SharePoint, I have a work, uh, workshop for that. Um, also have, uh, there's a certain set of folks who are out there, especially larger companies who are on Office 365 dedicated. We've got a workshop about some of those folks want to move over to multi-tenant environments. So we've got a whole workshop around that. 
come and check out our website. We also, you know, have someone uh, have one for intranets, one for extranets, uh, some for um, Azure apps and for office office apps. So we're really putting together uh, a number of workshops that might be of interest to you. And again, it's the purpose around them is is to keep it low risk and something where you can try out our services and minimize the amount of time you're, that's involved with this and really put together some a solid plan for 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 the project and so come out to the three wheel site and go check them out and uh, thanks again tommy for your time you're welcome danny thanks everybody for listening and have a wonderful day bye-bye bye-bye